listening around the clock, and your time to be heard is right now. Welcome back to KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. All right, so the L.A. Times um, ran an article about a YouTube channel that catches would-be child predators. They say not everyone is happy. Uh, it, it's, it's an activist. He's behind the YouTube channel uh, based in California. Um, he's catching people in the state who are trying to meet kids for lewd acts. Um, they say his followers have hailed his work and praised him for keeping kids safe, while others in law enforcement and legal experts say he's putting himself in danger and jeopardizing potential criminal cases. Uh, the channel's called CC Unit. Uh, has 137,000 subscribers. It's led by a man who operates under the moniker Ghost. Uh, he tells the Times that he's a student in his uh, early 20s based in San Diego. Uh, he's in his last year of college. Uh, recently, the account reportedly led to the arrest of a man in Elk Grove. Uh, Ghost said his team is made up of about five people who serve as decoys, perform phone calls, and act as security for encounters. Some members are, are based in San Bernardino, Hawaii, and Texas. Uh, he explains that he finds people on online forums, messenger apps, dating apps, social media, and other web mediums. Ghost said he and his team never make first contact. Let's say they get arrested, he adds. It's better in court if they reach out first because it doesn't look like we enticed them or instigated the conversation first. But you are if you're creating a fake profile online um, that they're communicating with. I, I feel sometimes. I mean, but lots of people have Finstas and fake Facebooks and fake everything else. Right. NBC got sued. I think they were, or were threatened for su- suing when the ca- To Catch a Predator show was on. Um, because some of the cases got thrown out um, because, I don't know, if the, the prosecution or they couldn't really prove that um, um, this guy wasn't entrapped in, in, in one of these things. Um, and, I, and I just, I, 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 there's a place for shame in our society. Um, but I feel some type of way, number one, that these people, this record is going to live on the internet forever. And if an individual who is engaging in this behavior gets arrested and convicted or sent to jail and they rehabilitate themselves, therefore it leaves no room to uh, correct, correct behavior and mm-hmm. a second chance. So I, that's, that's, I feel some type of way. That's why I feel some type of way about this. On the other hand, I do feel some type of way that, hey, you know what? You're trying to meet with kids, and this is what you exactly. get. Yeah, exactly. I, with this, it's not even just about the rehabilitation of the individual. The streets are actually safer without you trying to snatch up little Tommy everywhere you go. <laughs> right. I mean, because it would be like— Well, I don't know if they're trying to snatch up little Tommy. I think he's trying to engage with little Tommy and loot acts. I don't, yeah, no, I don't no, think no. these are kidnapping that's, type of uh, situations, that's, but yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. Lil Tommy does not need you on the streets. So they're saying a Disneyland employee just got arrested. Um, This is a piece of a tape where this guy said he's 28, but he's actually 37. Oh, my gosh. He's a gay man who is overweight, and he says he really couldn't find any, I guess, intimacy or any type of connection in the gay community. So he he I don't know and I don't know how they set this up because they never they don't give the details they just give the confrontation yeah. on, on the YouTube channel, but uh, here is uh, this ghost confronting this uh, one Disneyland or maybe a former Disneyland employee I'm not sure. So what's your name? Benny. I go by Benny. And I'd rather not disclose my full name. Yeah, I'm just filming for safety reasons. Okay. Which so why? What are you doing here tonight? And how old are you, by the way? I'm 28. You're 28? Something stupid and very stupid of me of, of doing it. And what are you doing here tonight? I don't know. I was trying to meet up with someone and see, just chat. I really don't know. You don't know? I don't know what, what, temptation. Temptation for what? Uh, for affection. For affection? Yeah. I, I, unfortunately, I am a gay man and I, can't find that in my community in my with, with someone my age and I unfortunately and just I don't know what landed me there and it just landed me there okay so what are you doing here tonight like being, uh, being stupid as well like like doing. what you know exactly what you're doing here so what I are you just gonna meet someone and how talk. old is that someone I don't know but I'm guessing he's not 18 you don't know he told you I don't recall honestly you don't recall I, you had a phone call with him today yeah, but I don't think I actually said how old he was, and I don't think I said... You, you, you don't... He never told you how old he was? I don't think I recall. 
Do you want me to refresh your memory? Uh, yes, go ahead. I'm okay. so, I'm like really nervous, you know. I, I Yeah, like I said, man, the, the more truthful you are, I will get cops involved. Mm -hmm. Okay? Okay, so you hit who messaged you first? You messaged uh, I him. think so, yeah. You said where are you at? Mm-hmm. On Thursday, you said you're twenty nine. So mm -hmm. you well what are you, twenty eight or twenty nine? Twenty eight. Twenty eight? Yeah. He said fourteen right here. <laughs> Yeah, you don't recall that? I don't recall it either that or I Then you said cute. Oh yeah, because of the photo, gosh. exactly. How do you bypass this? You you I don't know. Like I said, it was something stupid of me. Did you ever get graphic with him? No. You never but he got... knows all the answers to these questions. Not graphic with him. I just said I just wanted a kiss and maybe do a little a little touching and that was about it. Did you ever ask for graphic photos? I think I asked because he was cleaning one day and said, oh, you know, with the something shorts, like tight shorts. Yeah, you asked him, show me a pic with your tight shorts. Tight shorts yeah. Do you think that's appropriate? No, obviously not. Well, so just kissing, you said? Yes, kissing and a little bit, I think, giving Do you know what that's called, right? Yeah, it's uh, not it's, um, something else. It's underage, obviously. There you go. Um, <laughs> that's that's one of the things that should be considered. But uh, you you said I like. Can you read it for me? Getting kissing. Mm. Yeah. So uh, you wanted to do that with a 14 year old boy. That's what you're here to do to here tonight. Mm. Yes I, or no? I, I was seeing what what could end up doing something with it. Yes, unfortunately. Yeah, so that was a Disney employee. He was arrested. Um, he came to meet a, a young boy. But, Do we uh, know what he was doing at Disney? Like, was he working in the park? He was a Disneyland member. He works as a bartender in Disneyland. Okay, yeah. that's a little better. At least he's working in an adult environment, not yeah. for, like, the entrance of the Dumbo ride. He was uh, taken, he was arrested by Brea Police. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. If somebody came up to me, I just walk away. Why are they not just walking away? That's a great point. You yeah, don't have I would to just talk to this. Yeah, guy. I would walk away because I'm like, who, you're not the police. I don't know who you are. Stay and I'd get out of there. That's so I don't know point. why he was sitting there answering all those questions. Um, you know, I he 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 probably thought he was in trouble. He didn't know. You know, I mean, he's probably confused about what what what's really going on, and. They're probably saying to him off camera, if you talk to us, we won't get the cops involved. Yeah, or they might be pretending to be a cop. Is he pretending to go? Yeah, but see, and that's when I would say I need actual proof that you're. But I don't think I would just leave anyway. So I wouldn't want to know. Do, like even with police officers, although you have the right to remain silent and mm -hmm. you're entitled to legal counsel, people get scared and they don't know and they talk all the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I, I feel some type of way about that. Um, I just I feel it should be a police matter and a, and a court matter and the public shaming, which, you know, like I feel some type of way about they throw the section like you can be labeled a sexual predator. Or sexual? What do they? What do they call it? Registered sexual? A uh, sexual offender. offender. Right. Like that stigma sticks with you Lip, even after you. No, even after, after listening you. to this, he was trying to solicit a fourteen-year-old boy. I don't feel bad. Right. No, he you're knew right. What he was doing. He That's knew what he was child. doing. Right. Protect kids. But do you think that he should be labeled a sexual offender for the yeah. rest of his life? Well, maybe not for the rest of his life, but I want to know if there's someone like that. If I have children and someone like that lives in my neighborhood, I know. I have the right to know. Agreed. Period. If you oh, don't great. want that label, stop trying to solicit little boys or girls or whoever you're going after that's <laughs> underage. Uh, it's definitely not right. It's definitely, I mean, you know, I, I think this may act as a deterrent because you never know who you're going to meet out there. And, you know, and, and that is the good out of this whole situation. But this guy can reportedly, you know, put himself in danger by, like, you, don't never, you never know who's going to show up when you're meeting random people. I know. Out, out on the streets. Scary. This person can have a gun or a yeah. knife and you can end up dead. Um, so I don't, you know, hopefully he'll stay safe and hopefully, you know, the mission of getting the pedophiles or the, or the, um, the individuals who are seeking to do loot acts with minors off the streets. I did love or some to, help. I love to catch a predator though. That was one of my favorite shows. I really enjoyed it. And the, the thing about that show was on certain ep episodes, there were repeat offenders. There was mm. one guy I will never forget that even after he was arrested and he got out of jail, he did it again. 
he got he got in that sting situation again you and can't look away and chris hansen said this is the second time i'm seeing you what are you doing Wow. So, yeah, it's well, sad. And my, the other issue I got here is that there really is no, there's no kid. You yeah. know, yeah, so but it's intent. It Just yeah. like if you try to murder someone, even if you don't murder them, you can be charged for intent. Yeah. I, Attempted I, murder. I hate that we don't, um, I, it, once again, I feel some type of Criminalize way. the attempt. Keep people Criminalize safe. the attempt. I'm, I'm, when it comes to stuff like this, especially when it comes to kids, I, I don't feel no type of way. I don't feel bad for him. That's yeah. disgusting. It is. It's not cool. And punish him. Well, I, I'm looking at the bigger picture of rehabilitation and um, trying to stop one problem, but you're creating another one down the line. So let, this guy's not going to be in. Let's say he gets charged with lewd acts uh, or attempted or whatever the mm-hmm. situation is. He goes to jail. He comes out. He's he's gonna have he's gonna be a pariah to society, and he's gonna, a pariah to society now. Right, right. But what are you gonna do with what are you gonna do if this guy can't get a job, can't sustain himself, can't because nobody wants to touch him? Then now you have a homeless person or a person that is unemployable, can't live in a certain neighborhood. There's, it creates another problem. Yeah, but to me that problem isn't as big as all of the children that you could potentially corrupt. Uh, right. hurt, emotionally abused, which causes trauma, and they say hurt people hurt people, right, and you're abused right. people are more likely to abuse people. It's a cycle that doesn't stop. So I'm like, get all of those people off the street. That being said, I don't believe our jails do a good job of rehabilitating people, no. but in this case, I'd rather you send him to jail. Agreed. Yeah, I mean, I like that Gascon was like, listen, we've been using punishment too long. Uh, you know, the DA said that. I was like, wow. That was that. Uh, that was a shocker to me. So they're trying to find alternative methods. I mean, some people you just have to lock up because they're dangerous to society. But then some people, um, you know, you, you, maybe there's there's room for rehabilitation and, and behavior correction. I, I don't know. There was this movie, um, and I, I wanted to remember the name of it. It's called The Woodsman. Have did you see that? It was in 2004 uh, with Kevin ba- Bacon. I, I vaguely remember that. And it it actually addresses this issue where he liked young girls. And when he left jail and he tried to rehabilitate himself, it was difficult. It was hard. It was a struggle for him because he just liked young girls. So this movie really addressed it, and I felt like it addressed it in such a classy way because he tried to get in a relationship with a woman, but he was just thinking of these little girls while oh he was God. doing stuff right. with what, what, the woman. Was he, he, was he sick, or I mean, was he mentally ill? I think like, I, I think it was just a mental illness, yeah. you yeah. know? So what do you do with these people? And that's what the movie addressed is even though they tried and he tried to rehabilitate himself, he just couldn't. He just was attracted to little girls. Yeah, this guy talking about I'm looking for intimacy and I'm trying to find it anywhere. Like, yo, you know, he's overweight. Go work out, lose some weight, fix yourself up. You know what I'm saying? And make yourself presentable so somebody finds you attractive and then maybe go after well, a, that's, a that's grown a man. Well, that's a very logical, straightforward approach. <laughs> yeah. But with a lot of these people, I'm sure there are mental yes. issues and disorders that's making this not logical. That's yeah. true. All right. And old Karen. I mean, we're talking like an – I thought Karens were middle-aged white women. But no, here's an 80-year-old Karen oh. uh, trying to stop a man from fishing when we come forward. It's KBLA Talk 1580. Build Black Better. Better. Tweet it. Tell it. L.A. finally has a black-owned talk radio station. And it's unapologetically progressive. KBLA Talk 1580. Albertsons.com. Come in, get your vaccine or booster, and enjoy 10% off your next grocery purchase. Restrictions apply. No out-of-pocket costs. Insurance built for administration fee. Excuse me, now that I have your attention, may I ask you this question? Why do you believe police brutality continues to exist in this country? Do you believe it to be a systemic problem or should we judge police misconduct on a case-by-case basis? And what's your opinion on the best course of action to solve the problem? Well, you've come to the right place. You're listening to L.A.'s all-new progressive talk radio station of the people, by the people, and for the people. It's KBLA Talk 1580, and we've got you covered around the clock. Racism. We don't hate white people. We hate the oppressive, whether he be white, black, brown, or yellow. We've got you. Progressive politics. We got you. Health and wellness education. We have you covered. You gotta be kidding me. A black-owned and operated evidence-based alternative radio station for progressive, open-minded people like you and me. Welcome home, L.A. Yeah. We're yeah. all in this together. It's KBLA Talk 1580. Broadcasting from the heart of L.A.'s Lamert Park, we've got a lot to talk about. 
We are going to have to fight. We're going to have to struggle. We're going to have to struggle with liturgy to bring about the peace. Sounds like the get down. Did you watch that show? The get down. Uh, I want to say I did. On Netflix is the boy with the big afro and they're doing like the turntables. I don't know. So good. Holly, I can't. I, this song is on the name of the song is on the tip of my tongue. It's a. And doesn't Mariah Carey have what a version this? of this in glitter? What is? I think so. A hot travel spot. Jamaica. Jamaica, Jamaica funk. Jamaica Funk! This is, this is, your, origi- is. This is yeah. your original, right? Yeah. 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 I loved Glitter. Nobody liked that movie. I did. I liked it. Oh, yeah. It wasn't. I knew Come it. Come on now. It wasn't it was the best Mariah movie, Mariah Carey period. has a version of this song that was in Glitter. Okay, see, I don't remember. I remember I did like the movie, and it made me cry. Yeah, it was so it was good. A, it was a I nice love too. story. Yeah. And everyone was like, it's the worst movie ever. She won, like, Razzies, right? Yeah. <laughs> so sad. I liked it. Funkin' for Jamaica, I think is what it is. another Mariah Carey album. Wasn't right that good? That's What's good, wrong yeah, with that? I, I like What's her. wrong with that song? Was that, yeah. that album, to me, was one of my favorite Mariah Carey albums, and I got so played for that. But I stand by it. I like the Glitter album. I like the movie. Yeah, uh, uh, I could use, we could use another Mariah Carey. I agree. Yeah, you know, I could. I would like to hear some Honey, and, you know, Mariah Carey, has, she, she got a catalog. She I mean, some is she, bangers. Is she done? Uh, I mean, we played that one Christmas performance from not oh. that long ago. Remember? Oh yeah, that was pretty bad. Uh, that, that was just was a bad. bad that her. was a bad. I don't know. I, I some of the live shows I've heard her lately. I'm like, eh. I still love you, Queen. I still mm. love you though. Um, get this, man. A man quit a seventy thousand dollar a year job plus bonuses on his third day. Why? He says his manager was shocked. The role I left for paid twenty thousand dollars less, and he says the truth. It was the best decision of my life. The first job was with a big corporation and had security, but there were employees who'd been there for 10, 20 years who had been promoted only a handful of times. Um, the other company was a company called Mute6 uh, that he applied to, and the, I guess the recruiter reached out to him uh, after he had accepted the job, and he, and he said, hey, man, it's too late. And the recruiter, the recruiter said, listen, hear me out. He explained that uh, at Mute6 there would be no limits to his growth. I could be promoted as soon as I mastered the relevant the relevant skill set, and I'd work with multiple brands and learn more than I could dream of. At first, I thought he was crazy for offering me so much less. I mean, twenty you know, it's fifty thousand a year. But the more I thought about it, the more it made sense. So I took the chance. It's been four years. I've been promoted four times. I run a department of thirty people. When I got promoted to the top, we tripled the department, and my salary reflects that. The best part: I supported my team members to do the best work of their lives handing out 10 promotions in the process. The lesson, with risk comes reward. With hustle comes opportunity. And the only way to grow wings is to take that initial leap of faith. Right. I like that. And I think a lot of people are doing that now, taking leaps of faith, either betting on themselves or doing work that is um, in a company that is maybe more meaningful or really cares about their growth. I mean, I was stuck in a, you know, at a, at a radio station for a decade and just no growth, you know, yeah. and it was, and I know what it's like to kind of work for a company that you kind of just wasting away. Like, what am I doing here? Well, we spend so much of our waking hours working. Yeah. Like, in, especially in America, we say the five day work week, which a lot of people work five days, but the truth is a lot of people are working six and seven mm-hmm. days a week mm-hmm. all day. If yeah. you're going to be working all the time, all day, at the very least, you want to feel like your work is meaningful in some capacity. Of course. Um, so there was a kid, let me give you the news story first, um, cause this is a tragedy and it's legal. Um, a black teen was restrained face down on a jail floor and he died. Here's the news story. 17 year old Cedric Lofton was arrested September 24th, two days later. He died. The autopsy report released today. We have the very autopsy report that you were just talking about, and it clearly states here the matter of death is considered a homicide. And in this autopsy report, it said Cedric Lofton's heart stopped working after a physical altercation inside of this JIAC facility. The manner of death, homicide. 
cause of death. Complications of cardiopulmonary arrest sustained after physical struggle while restrained in the prone position. It's the ruling from the Sedgwick County Medical Examiner surrounding the in-custody death of 17-year-old Cedric Lofton. Essentially what, what occurred here is they, they took away his ability to breathe. They, they deprived his body of oxygen. While authorities still have not released the videos to the public, some have seen the videos of those critical hours. Wichita NAACP President Larry Burke said he saw body camera video of police officers with Lofton prior to the officers dropping him off at Jayak and Lofton is still alive. It seemed like other than being irritated for having been that done to him and the transport thereof, he was in relatively good, good shape and good condition. Law enforcement released a timeline of the events. It includes Wichita police leaving Jayak at 4.16 a.m., but then coming back at 5.19 a.m. The autopsy described an incident between Lofton and Jayak staff starting at 4.20 a.m., saying when they let Lofton out of his cell, he approached a staff member, who then motioned for another staff member to enter the lobby. It said Lofton was uncooperative and agitated. Six minutes later, they grabbed Lofton, who got free, and and allegedly punched one of them in the head, which led to employees restraining him in a nearby room with the help of more staff members. By 5.08, the report said Lofton calmed down and made snoring sounds, but four minutes later, Lofton didn't have a pulse. What we saw is a, a, a young child, 130 pounds, five foot seven, being killed. The county is declining to comment on this autopsy report saying that is still an active investigation. Now, KSN did confirm that multiple Sedgwick County employees are on paid administrative leave because of this very case. So that's tragic in itself. Yeah. And get this, uh, the Kansas prosecutor said he won't file criminal charges over the death uh, of, of, of that young man who died in uh, uh, police custody mm. or corrections custody, I should say. Uh, Cedric County District Attorney Mark Bennett said the state's stand your ground law prevents him from bringing any charges in the death of Cedric Lofton because staff members were protecting themselves. Oh, my God. Bennett said if he did bring charges, the judge would be duty bound to dismiss it. Uh, the teen's family decried Bennett's decision, issuing a statement in which they called it yet another instance of an unarmed black teenager killed by law enforcement with impunity, a threat or reprisal or even an ounce of accountability. Um, community activists previously have called for special prosecutors, but if the law is what the law is, what are you going to do? Mm -hmm. I think your only recourse is to sue them civilly, you know? Um, so here we have it to where they can kill you and no repercussions whatsoever because they made it legal because they're protecting themselves. Wow. Yeah. I, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. And the crazy thing about this is that because all of this is in the hands of the state, yeah. what happened, the law, We'll never actually probably really know what happened. Mm -hmm. It This law allows them to get away with murder, murder. and there's no accountability anywhere. Yeah, the kid was 5'10", 135 pounds, which is very thin. thin. Yeah. Very thin. I mean, I don't know how buff. I'm looking at a picture of him. I mean, he, you know, he... Uh... He looks doesn't look that hard to restrain. I'm pretty sure, you know, if he's fighting you, there's definitely going to be some type of difficulty. Yeah. But, you know, if you're an adult correction officer and you're dealing with a juvenile, you tell him you, that you can't handle, like you mm -hmm. shouldn't be doing the job if you can't get him under control. Mm -hmm. he, he, and, and listen, I'm not saying that the job is easy. I'm pretty sure this guy was combative and fighting and, and all that. But, I mean, that comes with the job. That still doesn't mean you get to kill him. Right. You know, or, or do things that lead to his death. Um, and it's just, it's very sad. There's no recourse for the family. I guess, uh, you know, I guess civilly is the only recourse. I'm just get. so surprised because he's underage. Well, the kid? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's... I don't understand. He's underage. Yeah. Um, let's see. The DA said he struggled with whether a charge of involuntary manslaughter was justified, but concluded that it wasn't. The bottom line of the video, the interviews of employees, even the coroner's findings that the death was caused by the effect of a prolonged struggle support the worker's explanation that they only held him down because he continued to struggle that, that entire time. Uh, if they had the ability to defend themselves initially because he resisted, then the fact that he continued to resist for some 30 minutes meant that they, that they could, under Kansas law, continue to lawfully apply the restraint. Um, Bennett, who's a Republican as the DA, said he uh, said he would like to see the legislature change Kansas standard of the ground law, which provides immunity from prosecution, not just a possible defense at trial. Um, this should have never happened. It should never happen again. You think there are going to be any protests? Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure. But I mean, you know, at, at some point we're gonna, you know, 
what are these protests leading to? I mean, there well, has been some change yeah, around the country. Yeah, I was going to say, didn't you read a report not too long ago that these protests have actually changed the way police are behaving? But but people, but yes, but we're still dying. No, I understand that. <laughs> we're still dying. But I'm just saying. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's whether or not the change is actually having any impact. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah that, I think that's it. There is yeah. change. There is change. Uh, you know, uh, you can now rob a train and, and walk off with a big screen TV. I still can't believe that. I, I don't get why don't they don't just... I, I'm not good with weapons. What's that thingy you shoot and it just knocks? Taser. Yeah. Taser, yeah. Taser, taser, taser. That well, lady. Well, Why don't they just use tasers? Well, because those things have been known to kill people at the same time, too. And and and, and if they're in jail, I don't know if they can have weapons inside of a jail because you don't want someone to get a hold of your weapons. So I don't know. I don't know if they can bring these type things. But they have. I've seen in in jails where they have uh, restraint chairs where they put you in a restraint chair mm-hmm. um, and they strap you in where you can't move. Mm. You know, and they put a mask over your face. So officers in jail, don't they care? Well, again, I'm going off TV. I've never been inside a jail. I feel like the officers usually have guns in their belt. Is is that not true? This is television. Uh, This is not real life. You know, from my experience with jail, uh, some uh, some jails, I don't know if it's like this for all, have to check their gun before they enter the jail. So I don't know if the corrections officer has guns or Mm. or not, but they they have to check their gun because they don't want to bring... They don't want, I guess, it's a safety measure, I guess, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but I don't know if that's still going on or, or what the situation is at the end of the day. All right, more of this conversation when we move forward. This is KBLA Talk 1580. We know you have options, but thank you, thank you for making the best choice. The only station in L.A. of the people, by the people, for the people. We are unapologetically progressive. KBLA Talk 1580. Long Association. History is now, and you are part of it. Thank you for spending your days with KBLA Talk 1580. Let's jump back into the conversation. We've got a lot to talk about. All right, welcome back. Don Amici versus everybody with Kristen Chiara. A lot of stuff to get to today. Shout out to Cardi B. Did you guys see what Cardi B is doing? I did. I was impressed. Oh, my God. So Cardi B is paying for the funerals of the victims of the Bronx fire. Um, You know, 17 people uh, got killed in that fire. Um, she says, I cannot begin to imagine the pain and anguish that the families of the victims are experiencing, but I hope that not having to worry about the costs associated with burying their loved ones will help as they move forward and heal. Um, the fire ripped to a 120-unit tower in the Bronx, which I, I'm assuming is the reason why we don't have those type of buildings out here, like yeah. that many of them, because, yeah. of the, because of the fires and stuff like that. That's so terrible. 17 people were killed, uh, sending more victims to the hospital. They ranged in age from 2 to 50 years old. Um, Cardi will cover both funeral and burial expenses and has teamed up with the mayor's fund to advance New York City to make sure everyone is covered and wishes uh, and the wishes of the families are met. Um, I send my prayers and condolences to everyone affected by this horrific tragedy. Um, so shouts out to Cardi B. That's an amazing uh, thing to do. Um, it's probably going to look good when you go to trial because I think she has a trial coming oh, yeah, up in New York, you know, but that's, that's dope that she's, uh, you know, stepping up and, and helping out. Can I ask you, do yeah. you feel that, um, and I'm not trying to say this to be disrespectful. Yeah. I just ask him a question. Do you feel that sometimes celebrities do these acts of kindness because, uh, maybe somebody in their camp says, Hey, look at, you got the funds. It'll look good. Why don't you do this? Or do they do this out of the own generosity from their own heart? I think it's, I think I think it those two things can be aligned. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. I, I think is Cardi from is Cardi B from the Bronx? I assume she was from New York. I, well, she, she I know she is from New York. But I wonder if she's from. Let's see. Oh, she did live. She she was raised in the High Bridge neighborhood of the South Bronx. So mm, she is from the okay, Bronx. So, it makes so sense. it's her city. You know. Yeah. Plus, it also aligns with doing something good. A lot of celebrities do things. Matter of fact, Alec Baldwin sent five thousand and he's getting sued because of this he sent five thousand dollars to um the widow of a marine who was killed in afghanistan um why is he getting sued for that so let me see if i can find this story hold on that's weird no 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 because so so Alex being sued by the relatives of late Marine Riley McCollum, who was one of the 13 U.S. soldiers service members killed in, killed in last August bombing outside the Kabul airport. According to a lawsuit obtained by TMZ, McCollum's family claims Alec found out about the Marine's death and sent his widow $5,000 via the Marine's sister. But they say uh, the gesture turned into a nightmare 
uh, in the docks. The McCullum family says Alec went on social media went on a social media rant, commenting on a picture the Marine's sister posted of her at the Washington Monument on January sixth before the riot at the Capitol. And you you see in the comments section, he says, "Aren't you the same woman I sent?" the money to for your sister's husband who was killed during the Afghanistan exit. And he reposted the picture on his Instagram and they're, and they're saying that all of his fans were attacking her oh. um, and, and sending her, sending her direct messages, um, accusing her of being a January 6th writer. And you got to, you know, you, when you, Look at the January sixth. Not everybody there was right. rioting. There were right. people. There were people out there. Peace were protesting. People out there just watching. People out there just you know supporting Donald Trump. Um, so you can't really say that all of the people out there were rioting. So if she was out there and took a picture, it doesn't necessarily mean she was out there breaking into the Capitol. Um, so now I guess they're. I, I don't know what they're. Well, I don't know. Oh, they're suing for defamation, negligence, intentional infliction of emotional distress, and more. Well, that, that does sound intentional. Yeah, that is intentional. There is emotional distress there. Uh, defamation, I guess, because you are defaming my character saying I was a writer. And negligence, because you're not doing your due diligence to really find out. And you're doing this all public? Yeah, I don't know. It's complicated. Is that worth $25 million? No. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. $25 yeah. million? $25 million. No. It, listen, it's not Alec Baldwin's uh, uh, year. This one or last. Say that yeah, again. I know. Yeah. Um, I'm starting to worry about Britney Spears. Why? I think... is this an, an, something besides her being naked? No, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is exactly. Okay. Yeah, this is besides her being naked. I'm starting to think that her father was correct in putting her under a conservatorship because now she's starting to fight with her sister, who wrote a book. What I should have said. Um. And it seems to be getting out of control a little bit. Um, so they say Britney's lawyer fired off a cease and desist letter uh, to Jamie Lynn. Uh, Matt Rosengart um, was blunt, I guess, and according to TMZ, uh, demanding you cease and desist from referencing Britney derogatorily during your promotional campaign. If you fail to do so or defame her, Brittany will be forced to consider and take all uh, appropriate legal action. Um, Rosengard's rights rewrite with hesitation because the last thing Brittany wants to do is bring more attention to your ill-timed book and its misleading or outrageous claims about her. It's clearly written by a lawyer. Rosengard says, Brittany has not read and does not intend to read your book. She and her millions of fans were shocked to see how you have exploited her for monetary gain. She will not tolerate it, nor should she. Um, you of all people know the abuse and wrongdoing Brittany had to endure during their conservatorship after initially growing up, um, with a ruinous alcoholic father. Um, and he goes on to say, Brittany was the family's breadwinner and she also otherwise supported you, um, publicly airing false or fantas, 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 fanta, fantastical, uh, grievances is wrong. Uh, especially when uh, it's designed to sell books. Um, it is also potentially unlawful and defamatory. So Jamie Lynn says well, she's not doing anything to promote the book. This is just her side of the story when, in regards to I was going to say, why do, you make, why do you think that makes Britney sound crazy? Because well, one hold of... Hold on, there's okay, more. Okay, go ahead. There's, go ahead. There's, there's I'll more. let you finish. There's more. There's, there's more. So that's just one thing that's okay, going on right copy. there. Um, nobody was really asking for a book from Jamie Lynn. <laughs> Yeah. Spears, uh, I'm not in that Britney Spears world. I'm looking at this more from a mental, a mental health aspect. So I don't know if people were really wanting to hear Jamie Lynn's side because I do find it kind of weird that she wrote a book. Because I'm like, who was... She has a fan base. No, but I, what I'm saying Zoe is that who was who was attacking Jamie? Like, Jamie Lynn just came out of nowhere and started talking. What? She wants to tell her story and make some money off it. That's, I mean, that's just my perception. Well, yeah. she says she's not doing. She's not doing anything from the book. She just wanted to put it on. Record. She's a liar. She went on Good Morning America. Yes, that's promotion. Yeah, right. So is. I'm like, that's, hmm. yeah. It, it, it is weird. It, it's weird, you know. Um, and there are also uh, uh, other allegations that Britney's dad took um, six million dollars in salary, which I think is reasonable over a 13 year period. Six million dollars to run the conservatorship to handle the business affairs, which is which amounts to about half a million dollars, close to half a million dollars a year over thirteen years. I don't know. It seems like a lot of money because she wasn't doing anything. 
Well, I mean, but there's still a there's still the business of Britney Spears though. There's the streaming revenue, their yeah, licensing but deals, everything's music. just been continuously set up. Once you set up the system, like I know people who make money from licensing. There's nothing actively that you're doing. Once it's all set up, you just collect your yeah, check. Yeah, uh, but then you got to pay the bills. You got to pay for the house. You got to six million life. dollars. No, oh, six million over thirteen years. That that feels like too much. So how much? Money? I feel like oh, oh, let's ask what does an average accountant make a year? So maybe double that. Okay, that's that's fair. That's the average accountant salary. Yes. Um, they're saying anywhere from forty-one to eighty-four thousand. Exactly. So let's give him two hundred k a year. That's nowhere close to six six million dollars. Okay. They say the conservatorship mm-hmm. spent thirty million dollars on legal fees oh over that time gosh. period. But here's the thing. Uh, and, and because I guess uh, I guess Britney's dad is trying to get lawyer fees paid for. Everything was signed off by a judge. So, what do you? What, it, I don't know what this is. What's really going on here? And if you're complaining about legal fees, why is Matthew Rosengart still pressing in court, something's, defending you? Something's off. Something is off here. First of all, thirty million dollars in legal fees. That's I, a lot. Of I mean, years? but think about how much they. We've seen them in court. We've seen them True. in court a lot, a lot. and they're right. probably playing a lot of legal fees. The battle feels like it's been very extensive. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there was a lot of collection, discovery, getting all the information. Um, so back to Jamie. So that's the, that's the, this is what's going. So the, the, and they're also accusing the dad of trying to use some of the, his six million dollars to get a cooking show off the air, uh, on the air um, by, and then also saying that they took one of her tour buses and transformed it into a kitchen. Which it's oh not a tour. Gosh. It's not a tour bus. It's more like a. I don't even know what that is. It's more like a. I don't. Wait, huh. what does it say? It says, uh, "Put a little south in your mouth." Oh, that's cute. <laughs> right. It was. That was supposed to be the cooking show they were trying to. That's cute. Cooking, cruising, and chaos. So they say they che- they transformed one of her tour buses, which is not a tour bus. It's a. It, it looks like a trailer like a trailer. Thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah a tour like, trailer. Yeah. So I guess the dad is trying to get more attorney fees paid. Um, but back to the Jamie Lynn thing. So Jamie Lynn it, it says she should disturb by Britney's uh, social media behavior and taking it that a, her, it, it's a sign she's spiraling out of control because Britney wrote this long, lengthy post talking about how Jamie had everything handed. Jamie to her. had everything handed to her, and she didn't get you know she had to work for everything. Which once again, why is this a thing? Okay, but. Let me just add a little context. One of Jamie's co-workers from Zoe 101 came out and said, Jamie is a liar. She's a bully. She's mean. She's using this as clout. She 100%. Whoa. Yeah. She said a lot of the stuff she talks about in the book is complete lies. She just wants attention. And I was like, huh, this is just another co-worker who's been living her life. Yeah. And is coming out to tell her side of the story. Maybe Brittany isn't the crazy one. It did feel very opportunistic. It did. Well, it yes, did. because nobody was checking for Jamie Lynn. Yeah. You inter- you interjected yourself into the story and the whole thing. I'm not doing any media. You went on Good Morning America. I watched. That's what the interview was on, right? So, so now Brittany. Yeah. Yeah. You'll get G- GMA. Yeah. I watched the story. Now they're saying Brittany is threatening to saying she should have slapped you and mama right across your uh, effing faces. So I. Oh my I, gosh. I don't know. There seems to be a lot of when I read this statement that she wrote, a lot of paranoia there. Which uh, I, I could understand from being a child star. You don't know how to who to trust. Everybody's telling you, yes, your world. And you reality. think your sister is right. on your side. Then she releases this tell-all book and gets on the news and tells everybody that you're kind of crazy. I wouldn't trust her either. Yeah, I mean, that's awful because that's your family. Exactly. And why would you write a book about your sister? Why, I mean, why don't you try to, you know, mend with your sister instead of trying to write a book and exactly. going on Good Morning America and talking about family business? Exactly. I, I don't know. Listen, I'm I'm, I'm thinking this is the beginning of the, the spiral out of control for Britney Spears. No. I, I, or I, for Jamie. How about that? Yeah, it's Jamie. Yeah, I yeah. Yeah. Once again, I'm like, wow, nobody was checking for Jamie. Nobody was asking for your side of the story. More of this conversation when we come forward. It's KBLA Talk 1580. Nobody's perfect, but everybody's important. Don't change the dial. We've got a lot to talk about. This is KBLA Talk 1580. Even with opioid use disorder, you still have a choice. Choose treatment and choose change, California. Find medically proven treatment options at choosechangeca.org. This is a rather bold pronouncement, but we think we can back it up. Back it up. Back it up. If you come across-
across the radio frequency anywhere, putting more variety and more diversity on the air than KBLA Talk 1580, we sure would like to hear about your discovery. You got to have vision. You can search. We are confident that you won't find more shows covering more topics hosted by a more diverse and inclusive lineup of talkers than the squad we have assembled here at KBLA Talk 1580. This is the time, brothers. This is the time. We've got something for everybody. That's right. Health and healing, history and humor, issues and events, empowerment and entertainment, all in one station. What's really going on? Free enterprise, you did? KBLA Talk 1580. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We got a lot to talk about. King Kong ain't got on me, on me, on me. Let me show you how to show you. Take time out and show you what life's about. What is this? This sounds East Coast. Well, no, you know what? It does have an Oakland vibe to it a little bit. Is it East Coast? Yeah, New York. Producer? Out of New York? It's old. A classic. Who producer? I don't know. Who is it? Davidson? Pete? Pete Rock! See how smooth! Pete Rock. Wow. Carol's like, who's Pete Rock? Yep, no idea. I was just going to let y'all talk. <laughs> Uh, a couple quick things here. Um, you guys watch Red Table Talk? Um, yes. It gets a little eerie, some of the conversations they be having. Jada Pickett-Smith and her family, first of all, her grandma is extremely sexy. Oh, my God. She is beautiful. Let yeah, me tell you something. That, that, that Gammy? Oh, my God. That Gammy is cute. Let's see, somebody's texting me, I'd rather have a woman coming out of the church house and not the whole house. You feel me? Oh. <laughs> well, I'm not mad at that. Um, This is somewhat graphic, but she's using coded language here. But uh, did your grandmother teach you what Jada Pinkett's grandmother taught her? Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of things Gammy's taught Jada. What's this particular? Well, this is Gammy's mother. Oh, Gammy's it, mother taught Gammy's, her Yeah, something. so this is Jada Pinkett's. Grandmother? Grandmother. Yeah. Gotcha. My grandmother taught me about self-pleasuring because she wanted me to know that that pleasure was from me. Exactly. She didn't want me to fall into the hands of a man and if he gave me pleasure to think that that was him. And she taught me at nine. (gasps) Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I was a little like, uh, what's going on in that household? Mm. Nine years old? And then on top of that, like, I think everybody evolves that sex is not necessarily love or, like, you don't have to go to a man to get the feeling. Yeah. You know. Everybody's family is different. We never discuss that in my family. And that because we never discussed it, I talk openly with my daughter when she doesn't feel comfortable talking with me about stuff like that. <laughs> But I I tried to explain. Did she call you gross or what? It would like. What yeah, did she, say? she she says don't talk like that. You know she doesn't want to. She doesn't want to hear it from me. It's, it makes her uncomfortable. I mean we can't even watch a movie that has you know sex scenes in it. Not not my cup of tea either. Right. I'm tired of it. But um, she feels very uncomfortable. But who who better to learn from than you? I'm pretty sure you have a lot of great stories and mistakes and. Things that I mean, the nuance of being a woman and dealing with sex, like I, you're, you would seem like a great resource. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't want to go into detail about my experiences, but I try to explain to her through my friend's experience. (laughs) 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 I had this one friend. Yeah, she was a wild girl. Is it really you? And you're just saying, well, my friend. Uh, Sometimes. Sometimes. Mm -hmm. But she knows some of my friends were, we were all really wild. So my daughter will say, mom, you think I'm dumb. If your friend did this, you must have done it. Birds of a feather tend to flock together. So I just, I don't say much, but my mom never shared. But then my mom was a teenage mom. She never really shared much. My dad told me stories about, you know, them getting together and tried to open that door of talking. But I, I just, I didn't want a man to talk how to old, me about that. How old was your mom when she had you? 
She was 18. She was 18. My mom was 19. 20. Yeah. See? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of teenage pregnancies going on yeah. here, huh? It was different times. Different yeah. times? All right. Um... This nurse, this was a TikTok video. Oh no, no. Well, you want to? I got a Tristan Thompson story. There's another woman talking about he he, he had. Uh, are you serious? What's up? So this is a. Oh, <laughs> this nervous. is. Does anybody remember Slim Danger? Anybody know that? I don't know that. Mm, name. Nope. So they're saying uh, that a adult film star named Slim Danger claims that she hooked up with Tristan Thompson at a swingers party in L.A. Um, and he got her pregnant and he gave her $15,000 to terminate the pregnancy. Oh my God. And she posts receipts online. Um, let me see here. This man right here? Yes. I met him at an LA swingers party. He paid me over $15,000 in cash. And yes, yes. I was also paid to get rid of the baby. This right here is the check that I was received just to have consultation, just to talk to him before the $15,000 was even established. Wow. So she, wow. I guess get, he, he wrote a $2,000 check from Triple S Productions, although that sounds like a, a, a porn company. Mm-hmm. Yep. Triple S. Um, but I, but then again, maybe, you know, maybe triple S is the name of his company. She's posting receipts on there. So he's saying that she's saying that she had an abortion and he paid her 15,000, I guess $17,000 total would be quite, which sounds about, well, he offered 75 K to the other woman, right? Doesn't he wear protection? I'm so, I don't understand this. Have you had sex with protection? Of course. It's not fun. It doesn't matter. Oh, my god! It does not matter if it's fun or not. It's to protect yourself from, you know, well, you know they make STDs, f- pregnancy. They make female condoms. You can wear a condom. They do? They yeah, do. They're, you they're, didn't know that? No. Wow. Is that a diaphragm? No, I'm not judging you at all. Is that a diaphragm? No, it's a little different. Oh, no, I didn't We're, know. It's we, like a, it's weird because maybe? it's like a, like a, Bag you really? Doctor Johnson can yeah. probably. When when did this happen? It's it's been out for a minute. I mean, it's not like it's just easier for the man to do it because you gotta like do some rigmarole and you know with you. But there is a female condom. Interesting. You've been with the same person for a long time. I know. So like yeah yeah. yeah, I mean I don't know about these things. Yeah, you know, uh, or at least Plan B. Yeah, at a minimum, I, I mean, I you know, and then that shouldn't be. I mean, that's fifty bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I bought many a Plan B. It it messes up your insides. It does, yeah. Well, Plan B. Yeah. Oh, does it? Yeah, it throws off your hormones and your cycle and all that. Oh, stuff. I didn't. I didn't know that. I, I I just it just bothers me when a man says, and I have guy friends, Chloe Kardashian, who said this to me. I just can't protect myself because it's it the feeling's different. I. So what? There's products to help you get that feeling, you know. Eh, you know where I you, wish you, you, could, you I, still I, can protect yourself. I wish you could see what it's like from a man's standpoint. It's just you know, it's not the same. Just not the same. Kira, is that an excuse? No, it's not an excuse at all. No. I yeah. I just don't know what to tell you. There's a lot of consequences that come yeah. with being intimate, and so if you aren't taking advantage of them, you can't be surprised. Yeah, because this guy's getting everybody in their neighbor pregnant. Well, he's yeah. very I mean, fertile. Everybody. Yep. I'm still a little upset that he wouldn't give Kanye West the address to go to the. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you care about. He's like, hey, bro, listen, I I just got in here myself. I really ain't money. I can't really do anything, bro. I'm still in the doghouse. Oh uh, real quick before we move on. Um, this is very sad. This is a nurse who was um, in. So this this COVID patient who was fully vaccinated did a TikTok video because she was in the hospital. Mm-hmm. So the beginning is her TikTok video, and you got and it's one of those those automated like voices. Yeah, and then the nurse comes on after the TikTok video. So the video is the patient describing what she's feeling, and the and you when you see her in the hospital hooked up to all the tubes and stuff like that, uh, and then the nurse comes on. Last night they woke me up telling me they probably needed to put me on a vent. I've never felt so scared or alone. She's dead. Fully vaccinated, immunocompromised. Um, and now she's, she's gone. The chances were slim that she was going to survive, but you still, you still want it to happen. You still hope. She was scared and alone, and that's how she died. Scared and alone. 
so I can give less than a damn about what people say. I will continue calling out misinformation and disinformation. I will take food out of your mouth I will, with you being able to pay your mortgage. If that means one more person will live. I don't know what the last part of that, what she was saying, but she was like, she died alone. I'm like, ooh. That is so sad. And she was fully vaccinated. Yeah. You know, and that just goes to show you how, you know, even with layers of protection, that people can still die when with this COVID disease. It just hits everybody differently. I'm worried about my friend who uh, just found out that he has COVID and he is fully vaccinated and he has a booster, but he has um, congenital heart, heart disease. disease. Oh, yeah. Oh. So he's really, really, really worried. The sad thing is he still has to go to work because he's the only person at this particular company and they have no coverage for him. So they came up with a plan, but uh, he sounded terrible, you know, and I'm really worried about him. I don't think that's right. I don't either. I'm just, I feel bad for him. So he has to go to work and he has COVID and he, yeah, but he doesn't work around anybody, but he deals in like customer service. So they're, they've come up with a plan where he'll be in the office and the customers are just going to have to do basically everything through, um, the door, like sliding, you know, stuff underneath the door or leaving stuff, you know, in a mailbox and then he'll get back to them via phone. Isn't it amazing that we are living in a world where everything's partitioned off now? Yeah. (laughs) There's glass everywhere. You gotta, you gotta talk on the side of it you know to hear people is like what is going on this world is it's horrible all right um fraud uh, and trump and the new york attorney general um uh, is uh, has found some evidence um that uh trump lied on uh, applications uh and may have committed fraud we'll get to that story um and the ramifications of what uh charging donald trump with a crime might lead to because i don't think you can charge him with a crime without it being looked at as political. Uh, we'll get to that story when we uh, move forward. This is KBLA Talk 1580. Be sure to follow and subscribe to all our socials at KBLA Talk 1580 on Facebook, Twitter, and IG. Stay in touch with us by downloading the all-new KBLA Talk 1580 app on your smartphone. Your smartphone. Carry the combo wherever you go. And keep it locked to the only talk station that gives you a voice. voice. KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about.